for all NBA for all NBA warriors. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Well, um, Sean Michaels has a question, and he says, "Which is a bigger issue in a potential series between the Lakers and Warriors? The Lakers' size for the Warriors, or the Warriors' movement, pace, guard play for the Lakers?" Um, I'm going to say the Warriors movement pace and guard play for the Lakers because I do think though the Lakers size can pose some issues for the Warriors um, defensively, the Warriors can also pose some issues for the Lakers defensively because their offense just isn't as potent. They don't have as much shooting, even though they've been having some fake shooting recently. But um, so I think on the other end, Lakers being like a slower ish team, like LeBron is older, obviously AD is very mobile for a big, but he's still a big. Um, just moving those guys around a lot can just cause a lot a level of chaos that I don't think the Lakers are as comfortable playing in than the, that the Warriors are. And, you know, it just run those guys, right? I think that'll that'll be more troublesome for them than the other way around because the Warriors have seen size. They've seen um functional size as well. They've seen defense that has a ton of length and athleticism and height and all that type of stuff. And they've been able to, you know, weather through, through those storms. So I think they're just more equipped to handle it than the other way around. So the key to making that a short series is the Warriors going in and stealing one of those games in Staples, if it were to be them, because... Crypto. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not calling it crypto. Um, because the Warriors would have home court advantage in that series. So it's one, defending home court and not allowing the Lakers to steal a game mm-hmm. there and, and chase. But then going into maybe with the name change, has Steph played there since the name change? Um, When did they, did they go into the season with the name change? I can't remember. They, they didn't change it mid-season. That couldn't, that couldn't have been a thing, right? Or was it mid-season last year that they changed it? I think this starting this season, they were crypto already. I don't remember, but I mean, yeah, I think he has. I think he has played there. Like, but I mean, Steph was great in the play-in first the Lakers a couple of years ago, right? So, is it just that we think when the games matter, the curse of Staples won't <laughs> won't affect him? I mean, we just don't have a larger sample size because we never got a series. Right. I don't think it'll affect him. I think. I mean, the last few times he's played against the Lakers, he's given them the business. So. Um. Yeah, I'm not worried about him in that. In that. Respect. Yeah, you've mentioned that you think this would also be a better series for Jonathan Kaminga as well. Yeah, I think he his style of defense at this point in his career um, is more like stick him on a guy, stay in front of that guy, try to make that guy's life a little bit more difficult. Um, whereas on the Kings, Who would you see them putting him on LeBron? Yeah, you give him time on LeBron. Yeah, I'll give him a, a short stint on LeBron. See what he can do. Maybe a, that um, would primarily be Wiggs on Bron. No. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be points in the game where Bron's in and and Wiggins and Wiggins is not in. Um, so I would try Kamingo on LeBron for some stints, or you know, put him on someone who is screening for LeBron and then have him switch on him for a little bit. Um, I just think his youth and athleticism could make LeBron just work a little bit harder for his buckets, right? As as opposed to getting a guy that's a little bit smaller, like maybe a Gary. Like, I think he could just kind of just post Gary up and that would just not go well for Gary. But if you put Kaminga on him, he can use his size. 
And then he can also just run out and transition on, on a guy like LeBron and really make him have to work on defense instead of just kind of being parked in, in one spot on the floor and, and conserving his energy for the offensive end. So um, the Lakers also just don't run as complex of an offense that the, that the Kings do. So I think Kaminga's been getting kind of caught just in all the movement and the screening that the Kings run, where it's not that much on the Lakers. So he'll be able to just lock in on his assignment and, and try to be effective there. Yeah, thoughts on um, the video that was floating with Andre talking to Kaminga. Um, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Where, like, Kaminga sort of like, I mean, like I don't want to in, improperly describe it, but it seemed like he was sort of, like, hunched over or leaned over. and, and or, or Andre was sort of, like, blocking him, so I don't know, but, like, yep. kind of standing over him. Yeah talking to him um and then I didn't even realize this but I think it was from last week you know Chris Broussard was doing some reporting saying that young players on the Warriors are not happy about their playing time but then he brought up Dante DiVincenzo which at that point I'm like okay this is not real um and I'm just like are you saying like right now in this playoff series or are you saying in general because some of that is not really new information, but, you know, it seems like it's possible that Kaminga may be getting, you know, affected by the fact that, like, he's being pulled and not getting playing time. And so, I mean, obviously it's good that Andre is there to, like, pep talk him, if that is part of the issue. But, I mean, at this point, I've been very um, – you know, supportive of JK throughout the season. And when this has come up before, I'm just like, well, of course I understand why he wants to play, but it's like, bro, right now it's the playoffs. And it's like, you're not seeing the things because let's, let's take out the defense. Like you're also not rebounding. Like there's just things you're not doing on the court that you need to do. And in the playoffs, this is not about you, (laughs) you know? So it's just like, if you're not going to commit to impacting the team positively, Right. You're not going to get playing time. Right. Right. Um, that's just he just got to lock in on his role and and figure out ways to to help the team. If he's not going to play, then he still has to be supportive and understand that his time is going to come like this. It's a game of matchups. It's a game of, you know, figuring out what's best for the team. And we've seen like guys have coming off the bench like that usually start and all this stuff like this. The, the collective thought for the team is to just do what's best to win each game in each series. There's not really a lot of ego involved. So Andrew Bogut was sat in a whole series, remember? Yeah. All these guys have gone through it. Like Andre Godala had to come to a team where he was a former all-star and just come off the bench for essentially his entire run with the Warriors. And like he was better than Harrison Barnes. We already knew it, but it was what's best for the team and what was best to help Harrison in his role at the time. Um, and it led to multiple finals appearances and championships. So um, it's just a learning process with Jonathan, I think. And I do think a series against Memphis or the Lakers will be will be helpful to get his confidence back because it will be more of a series for him to shine through. So he's got to stay the course. Okay. And um, just to wrap on a funny note about Harrison Barnes, because I don't know if you saw the clip floating around <laughs> where Dre is saying that Harrison Barnes <laughs> <laughs> so, we, already, so, we already knew that though. Huh? 
I thought we already knew that he um he didn't invite him to his wedding and all that other weird yeah. stuff. That he was I gotta tell you, to be honest, I forgot, but I just think like, bro, I don't know how on what planet you're holding a grudge. Like, I get it. Like, no one, no one wants to be traded. I feel that, but bro, like, it's Kevin Durant. You weren't even traded, by the way. They let you leave, but like, they offered you a fucking contract that you turned down because you wanted to be paid more money than Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, who all took fucking concessions on the team. That's why it's it's really no love over yeah. on that side. Like I don't feel no <laughs> type of way because like you thought you were that good. And the only reason you were pushing for that is because there was going to be this historically crazy cap spike that year that -hmm. wouldn't happen in any year that was going to allow people like you to get more money than you would ever be offered in a normal year so i get it like you got to do what's best for you and your agent's going to tell you to go after that but bro like when kevin durant is available they're always going to have durant exactly and then you put up that stinker of a fucking performance I'm saying you pissed down your leg in the finals, bro. I'm sure Draymond was letting him have it in the series too. I'm sure he was right. letting him know about it. That's why out of no, all the like, people, this can't just be about recruiting for Katie. It can't. Yeah, it can't be. Draymond was probably telling him like, bro, you out here playing like whatever. And he ain't like it. And he ain't like it. And then he obviously had to comment. Well, this is obviously years later, but he had to comment earlier this year where he was saying he had teammates that were scared of LeBron. Everybody knew who he was talking about at the time, like Harrison Barnes, scared of LeBron, clearly. Right. Um, so I'm sure it was no love lost on either side uh, between him and Draymond. But it's just that funny. so hilarious to me because I was like, yeah. what kind of ego does Harrison Barnes have, bro? You know? What kind of <laughs> Clearly ego a bigger one than he, than he should. Clearly a bigger one than he should. But when it, when it comes down to the nitty gritty, that ego don't show up. When it comes down to hitting the big shots, it, yeah. He ain't, he don't got, he don't got the belief in himself. And more money than he is, and that really hurt him. I said, what hurt him is not being able to live up to any of those contracts he earned. He got a big ass payday after leaving the Warriors, and if he like if he demonstrated on the court that he was worth that money, he would continue to be getting really big contracts. Like he's right. a role player, bro. You're a role player. Right. I'm curious to see what his next contract looks like because he's a um, free agent. Yeah. I still can't believe people wanted him back over and want to get rid of Wiggs. I, I think we all understand, everyone understands that Andrew Wiggins is definitely the better player and better for this yeah. team. I just hope that that's clear to everyone. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. no love lost between um, us and Harrison Barnes. And by the way, now I feel even better about taunting him for missing that final three. Cause oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Some people try to talk about what he helped us do in 2015. Bro, that was Eight years ago, okay. Anyway, right, uh, right. Shout out to that Harrison Barnes. This <laughs> current one though, <laughs> the one that hit the shots he was supposed to hit. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, anyways, y'all, looking forward to this next game. Thank you for always tuning in with us. We appreciate the support. Y'all sending in questions. Um, keep them coming. Make sure you are following on Twitter and Instagram 
Golden Spaces Pod. Make sure you are reviewing favorably. Make sure you are giving us five-star ratings. Make sure you get your asses out my mentions because I don't care. I'm going to still do me. Um, But really, thank you for supporting us. We appreciate it and looking forward to more playoff coverage. Let's go, Dubs. Let's take this game five.